Welcome, 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 welcome to the JLo show. It's another night, a special night, uh, all the way from Washington, D.C. Uh, we just had snow and it's almost like winterland again. But tonight I have a special friend, a special guest that I have the honor to have uh, for the for the day, for the tonight, just to enjoy the wisdom. Uh, with us tonight, Sheila Sarmiento. Are you Ooh, there? I'm here. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> all the way from New York City, right? Yes, all the way from Harlem. Oh my goodness. So I heard, well, I heard, no, I didn't hear, but we talk about it and the news also. You guys got like real snow last night some real snow my husband said it was like it looked like under two feet of snow oh my goodness especially everybody's like oh my god so jealous oh. i know <laughs> but how is everything today was uh, like they see it back to normal um i only went out to the post office and mm -hmm. for the most part people were digging out it seemed back to normal kind of um and just trying to navigate the partially shoveled um, streets and mostly shoveled sidewalks, which is a nice surprise here in New York. Yeah. Yeah, supposedly there's a thing where you have to shovel your sidewalks out here. Otherwise, you get fined like $200. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that, right? Like, oh, what is that, honey? Oh, that's a ticket. Yep. Oh, I told you to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now we have $200 on this thing. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, but Don't I'm sure you. it looks. I know they get you one way or another. But I, so it looks like a little magical still. Um, it, the 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 trees still look magical. The streets, however, yeah, uh, yeah, mm. they're getting like slushy and dingy. So the magic is wearing off. <laughs> I know it's all the the winter lines. Like okay, now it looks more like a city like. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Beware well, the yellow snow. That's right. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a pleasure to have you tonight. Uh, for, Thank you for having me. For all my uh, audience, uh, Sheila and I met actually in New York City years ago for an event. And ever since, we became good friends. And I admire her so much that um, I said, well, if I can have you on the show, that would be amazing. So... So this is a treat for you all guys, all the way from Harlem. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. I'm thrilled and honored to be on here. I've never yeah. been on a podcast. I know. Okay. And that for me is just so special for you to say like, okay, now this is my 100 podcast, but I still remember my first podcast back in the day with J. Lu in the J. Lu show. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when... I remember when when I didn't even get like a little snack or something, just like okay, <laughs> random call. <laughs> But for all of you guys, I'm going to just uh, read a little bit about the amazing uh, accomplishments and story. But I la I will let Shayla uh, expand on her life story. Uh, but I just want to just from her own bio. Um, uh, this is how she describes herself. I'm a visual storyteller living and working in Harlem, New York, highlighting the experiences, beauty, 
and perspectives of people, places, and things through photo and video. My mission is to capture the essence of my subjects to tell their unique story to the world and I like to help tell yours. Isn't that amazing? That's basically like why I want you here because now I want you to tell us that amazing, uh, unique story. But I love this uh, little snapshot of your um, bio. So just amazing. Yeah. Thank and you. also, I didn't know that you were born in the Aloha State, went yeah. to Germany, and then because of family, and then Chicago another yeah. amazing city and then New York so yeah that's just like so tell us a little bit how 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 you became you oh gosh how I became me oh that's um now how far do you want to go back <laughs> how, how long you got <laughs> well there is always they say there is always Perhaps it's unfair for me to ask that question, but I will start with two <laughs> questions and then you can tell us into whatever um, you want to share about your journey, your story as you capture it through video and photo. But what are you the most excited about right now? I know it's a tough time, especially for everybody, but are you excited about something right now that you would like to share with us? Yeah. Um, well, it's interesting because right now, I'm at this really interesting point in my life where things are happening that I've been waiting for for so long. And I'll just start by saying I'm what you would call a late bloomer in my life mm. and career. Okay. And I guess, um, well, to not be so nebulous, so what I'm excited about is that I currently have two jobs that I'm super excited about and one of them being first and foremost I'm a photographer and it was my dream to become a photographer since I was like 10 when I got my first camera and I never really got to like start taking photographs and actually take photo classes in school until I was a freshman in college um, but I had wanted to be a photographer and I thumbed through the pages of Travel and Leisure magazine growing up and just knew that I wanted to take photos, beautiful photos from faraway places and one day I was going to be doing that and I think um, after I went to school a long journey of becoming a photographer was actually much longer than I thought. <laughs> um, and now, like, I get to be a photographer in a city that is bustling with people and mm -hmm. where, you know, photographers are very, um, what's the word? There are a lot of us. Mm -hmm. And to actually be a photographer in a city and find work is a big deal for me. Um, so I'm excited that I'm actually getting more freelance photo work out here. Um, it wasn't always easy. Um, yeah. being, being an artist is never easy. And to actually be getting work in the art that you're pursuing is a huge feat in and of itself. Yeah. Um, and 
so in addition to doing more freelance photo work, I am also a freelance photo editor now. Um, before, um, when you and I met, I was a photo editor in Chicago and I worked for a company out there. And um, when we moved out here, I went strictly freelance photography and an opportunity arose last year where I could also be a freelance photo editor. So I've got two more or less full-time freelance gigs right now that I'm super excited about. And I didn't think I would ever find myself in a situation like this. So I'm truly grateful and excited to be at this stage in my life. Um, and I keep thinking, you know, <laughs> the last few weeks, it's like, it's sort of overwhelming too, in a sense, because I keep thinking, be careful what you wish for, because you might actually get it. And, mm. and it's, it's happening. So I'm really excited. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think I love that part. Like, be careful with what you wish for, because at the end of the day, uh, if you work and focus and align your dreams with um your uh your actions and all of that is it's amazing what things can happen mm -hmm. and i'm so excited for the two uh, different ways for you to express and to share your talents with the world um so and i am witness of all your caliber of your photography and i love i'm a fan number one oh. um but yeah i think It's, as you mentioned, it's also great for anybody who is listening out there. Uh, sometimes, as you mentioned, it's like a late bloomer and, 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 uh, and sometimes things don't happen yeah. right away, but it, they happen and, 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 and it reminds us of the, the whole idea of the journey, right? Mm -hmm. I, I remember you and I had a conversation on the rooftop one time uh, in New York City and I said, you know what, I can't wait for that day where your work is recognized uh, at a level of uh, not just the USA but internationally and doing all of this work that you're doing now is basically that platform where people see your, your product and your effort and your hard work and people can appreciate it. So I'm so glad that you have reached these moments uh, of, of, from that conversation where I knew that that's where you needed to be, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited for all of those things. Thank you. Yeah, it's funny to think about that. That was how long ago? It was maybe five years ago. Uh, yeah, it was, oh my gosh. Uh, it was a while ago. Mm -hmm. I know. Uh, and 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 I'm glad now to see every time that you share some of the different uh, projects that you are working on, and just uh, especially with so many big um, events that are happening, right? From 2020 mm -hmm. uh, to the new administration and the inauguration and everything in between. So yeah, it's been quite a quite a time for us to to witness, and especially. Uh, encapsulating in that all of the in the magical uh, world of photography mm -hmm. yeah it's an important time for it for sure definitely definitely because we should not forget of all the different things that are happening all the bad things but also all the the, the signs of hope um, and everything in between yeah 
Yeah. So tell me, so uh, if somebody got to see like a mini movie of you, uh, what would you like to share in that mini movie with, with the world? Like, how do you get to this point? <laughs> or some of the things that you, you would like to share about your experience? Oh, my mini movie. Um, I think my mini movie would have to start with um, the time that I had with my family when I was a kid in Germany. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I was born in Hawaii, but I don't remember any of it because I was a baby. Mm -hmm. But um, <laughs> we lived in Germany, and at the time, it was West Germany. Oh, okay. So this was before the Berlin Wall came down. And, oh my goodness. Um, my family lived there, uh, let me think, when I was two and a half till I was like mm -hmm. five. And you would think that you don't remember much, but I remember so much about living there. And it was such a it was such a beautiful place living there and so many great memories and my family traveled around Europe and I just love all the like small memories that I have that I still think about to this day. Uh, and one of my favorite memories this is a little side story. My, one of my favorite memories is when I was going to kindergarten and my German neighbor, this old woman, I didn't speak any German whatsoever, but she saw me and she plucked some flowers from her garden and handed them to me. And they were the most beautifully fragrant flowers I'd ever smelled. And to this day, I don't know what those flowers are called, but I can still remember the smell of those flowers. Wow. And I carried those flowers with me everywhere um, that day at school. And I just smelled them. They smelled so good. But I just, that memory is so vivid for me. Um, but that, yeah, that was when I was a kid. And um, yeah, small memories like that uh, I still have with me from living in Germany. And it was such a great time, too. My family was together. We, we loved being out there. And then we moved to Illinois, where um, it was just my mom, my sisters, and myself. And my dad stayed back in Germany to be a, or he he was a civilian contractor working for the army. Mm -hmm. So uh, growing up in Illinois, it was interesting. Um, I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, and I experienced a lot of racism growing up. Um, And I think mm -hmm. what that taught me was a few things. I think I grew a thicker skin as a child. Mm -hmm. um, you know, being being thrown <laughs> uh, horrible things like people would say at me on the playground. Um, you know, you learn to just take it and move on. But I think hearing horrible things uh, said to me on the playground, it made me stronger. Um, mm -hmm made me stand up to my bullies um, and I think it helped me stand up to other people's bullies too mm -hmm. so I think that gave me an inner strength too that um, I probably wouldn't have gotten had I not been made fun of um, but I think uh, I took that with me too later on and it sort of gave me um, a stronger outlook on things um, whenever I encountered any problems but um, Yeah, that was like my childhood in elementary school, but growing up after that and in Illinois, it was interesting to just have more um, 
more friends that um, are accepting of you, you know, and mm-hmm. um, appreciate you for who you are and just adding that little um, bit of uh, diversity and a, a, a dynamic to the friendship that, um, you know, you, you, you wouldn't find elsewhere. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I think I'm talking in circles right now, but <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, so growing up, that was that was uh, me in Illinois and uh, my mini movie. That's it. I'm talking about my mini movie. Um, high school was kind of a blur. Not really mm-hmm. one of my favorite um, times in school. I know. <laughs> it's always interesting to find out about, I think, you know, like there is so much about high school. Uh, and, and I guess that's why there are so many movies about high school because it's such an interesting time in people's lives especially if we are talking about how especially in the u.s um such a, an interesting time no and that's why we have all the, the difference from a to z movies about high school so tell us about how was high school for you oh man high school was kind of just i was one of the kids that was outside looking in Um, I okay. never really had one of those clicks. I was sort of a person that like floated around. Um, I was, I hated being the center of attention. So I never liked mm-hmm. speaking up in class. I never like voluntarily would raise my hand. Mm-hmm. I would have much preferred to just stay at the back of the class and be unnoticed. Mm-hmm. Um, I had horrible horrible skin when I was in high school and so that contributed to me not wanting to be at the center of attention ever and to this mm-hmm. day I still hate being the center of attention to this day like so much so that I hated being the center of attention on my wedding day oh my <laughs> <Yes>. goodness <laughs> so that's that really affected me like in high school like I just didn't want to be noticed at all Uh, and I think I think I was pretty good about going under the radar for the most part. Um, and I, yeah, I think, I mean, I tried to be a good student. I tried to do my homework, um, get good grades. I was a horrible test taker. Don't ask me what I got on my ACTs and SATs because they were horrendous. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I, I think, um, yeah, I just tried to do my best tried not to stand out and <laughs> get to college i think that was basically like the you only were way. like i want to go to college yes. can we just speed can, can i do high school in one yeah, month basically basically like can, can, can i just go like i'm ready like if high school i finish over yes <laughs> yes <laughs> And then you went to the big one. You went to the Rochester Institute of Technology. Yeah, I, I, I started off at community college where that's, that's where I started taking photography. And then I transferred to mm-hmm. RIT and finished off my four-year degree there. Um, that was, yeah, gosh, can you believe it? Memorabilia. I was just talking about this with my husband at dinner tonight. That was like 20 years ago. Time machine. I'm taking you to a time machine. Uh-huh. And you're like, thank you, Jose Luis. I didn't want to be yes. myself there. <laughs> Can we move on a little bit further? But it's amazing how sometimes uh, as the, the goal of this podcast is to honor those all those uh, steps in everybody's uh, journey, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yours just like 
acknowledging those moments that make you mm-hmm. right um, like uh, where you are now had like different chapters right from that I love that ch- uh, little page where you say like there was this German woman who cut all these flowers and I still can remember the smell mm-hmm. right uh, from like going to Illinois completely totally different than Europe and then as you mentioned high school and now uh, college and, and eventually your passion for photography mm-hmm. yeah I think there was always that curiosity about uh, photography um, I think one of the things that I was really drawn to with it was because well when I was um, younger we had this like lifetime subscription to to travel and leisure magazine Oh, my yeah, my I... mom, or for some reason, we kept getting the magazine, even though we weren't subscribing to it. But um, we would get it, and people would just like toss it aside. And I would take every month when it would come in, I would just thumb through the pages of travel and leisure, and I would pull out mm-hmm. tear sheets of beautiful places that I wanted to go one day. And mm-hmm. I collected them, and it like so it just became this thing for me every month i would go through it and i would tear out photos from travel and leisure and mm-hmm. it was where my love of photography began and i always wanted to like take photos so i i remember i asked my dad for a camera and i remember since my dad still lived in germany i wrote him a letter and i was like can i have a camera for my birthday that looks like this and all I knew was, <laughs> uh, I just drew a rectangle with a circle in the middle. I'm like, can I have a camera that looks like this? But then my dad sent me a point and shoot 35 millimeter camera. And uh, I was like, all right, this is what I have. And my, my first subjects were my stuffed animals on my bed. And mm-hmm. I didn't really get to do much with art or photography in high school so it wasn't until college that I actually took my first photo class um that's where I fell in love with it and I think um just taking more classes it 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 really made me realize that this is where I need to be oh wow and also for those who uh, are listening uh Sheila is the one that took that picture that I have as my brand in the Jager yes. show and that is my picture for my LinkedIn <laughs> and that's that picture is one of the most used and most amazing pictures that I have and you took that yes. picture I remember you t- taking that picture in New York and saying that's yes. yours and 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 I I am forever I always, when I'm going to be, God willing, 70 years old, I'm like, one time I look like that. <laughs> and the photographer is Sheila. And you can listen to the podcast when I have her in my show. It's still, there you go. You can go click back and you will learn more about yes. her. <laughs> and then obviously your your work is, uh, I think, um, uh, it's, it's, it's just like, amazing and i think that's why i i admire you uh, because you are one of those humble artists uh, as you mentioned that you don't like to be the center of the, uh, the attention but um but your work speaks for itself and, and and again just for the recent projects that you have been working on is just 
uh, uh, very great to see all that product and especially as you mentioned it started started by just just drawing a box with a circle <laughs> to your dad's like i want because you knew that that was the camera right right, right. That, that the professional photographers yep. use <laughs> and when was your when was when did you get like a, your first like real pro camera oh gosh well when i started my first class in in college that was the first like 35 millimeter film camera i had to buy for my first class mm -hmm. i still have it it's at my parents house um but yeah that was gosh that was a while ago but i think um i've since graduated <laughs> I was <laughs> I was one of the naysayers when digital photography first came out. I remember all the rage because I worked in a camera store in college and I just remember uh -huh. like all these customers would come in and they'd say, well, what do you think about this digital camera? And I remember telling customers, it's a fad. It's not going to stick around. <laughs> this is just a yes. phase. <laughs> everybody's going to come back for the real deal yep. and i was i was quick to say you should just get a film camera because i don't think digital is going to be around for a while look where we are now <laughs> oh my goodness imagine that and we know the story of kodak mm. right wah, wah. <laughs> wah, <Yep>. wah. <laughs> so so for and so obviously right now you 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 have the real deal when it comes to cameras mm -hmm. Like now, I don't know much about the, you know, I don't know what a Ferrari of a camera is or a Porsche of a, but the only thing that I know is that, the, like you said, there are a square and a circle <laughs> and a big lens. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much. That's all you need. All you need. But it's just so amazing to, to see where a great photographer like you, uh, who has this kind of passion of, um, capturing unique stories of the world um so where that came from right it's just like it didn't come like it came, as you mentioned you started like when you were mm -hmm. 10 with this curiosity and then um your stuffed animals on your bed you're like okay guys don't move <laughs> don't move yeah oh you're so obedient pretty much <laughs> just trying to trying to get the best angles there show me your best side <laughs> so who ha who is the most famous person that you have uh, the 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 privilege to um, to photograph? Uh, is there someone that you would like to share with us? Um, let me think. The most famous person, or let me just rephrase that: the one that you kind of realize that oh, I admire that person. I'm so glad that I was able to photograph that Oh, person. man. There's quite a few. I mean, you're at the top of the list, Jose Luis. Oh, you're thank the you. Top. The second one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a tough question. There's so many people that I've met who have such such incredible stories. Um, uh -huh. Oh, man. That's a, that's a really tough one. I think... That's a tough one. Um, Sorry. I, I, I throw you like a yeah. tough one. I, I think, oh man. What about one that you had the most fun? L maybe location or just like the way it happened? Was it like in New York City? Was it abroad? What was it? Hmm. I think, oh 
gosh. See, I have favorite photo shoots for different reasons. Um, okay. I think one of the most fun photo shoots I've done. Oh gosh. Okay, I'm gonna go broad. This one, this one was a, a fun photo shoot because it was a different kind of location. Um, but okay. there was a time I had to go to Seattle and photograph tree houses, mm. and it was for a, a magazine that I worked for back in Chicago at my old company. It was called American Builders Quarterly, and I had to photograph. Oh gosh, I'm, the name escapes me right now. Um, but it was um, tree houses, and it was for a company that actually has a, a show on like the Discovery Channel. Um, oh wow! It's like Treehouse Kings. Oh gosh, this is terrible that I don't remember their name. But don't worry <laughs> it about was it. Such a fun photo shoot because it was literally amidst tree houses. And it was like wow. a, it was a treehouse hotel out in Seattle. What? It was amazing. It was really, really cool. I'd never seen anything like that. Like fully functioning treehouses uh, that were um, like, uh, you could actually, I think they had electricity. Yeah, they had electricity, but you had to like go to a separate mm -hmm. place to shower. Um, mm -hmm. It was, it was off the charts like one of the coolest things i'd seen um wow that sounds pretty fun, yeah. fun. um and then i'm trying to think gosh there have been quite a few fun photo shoots so it's hard to just pick one i know that was a very unfair <laughs> question for me to um, ask you <laughs> i could say i'm trying to think um Oh gosh, yeah, that's that's a really tough one to answer. I'm, I I wish I could give you an answer right now, but I I'm like no. I think this for I mean the the, the fact that you uh, is just saying like what is your favorite music when you're a musician, yeah. right? Uh, <laughs> but this uh, idea of um, the the three houses is just like one of those fun projects. I guess you got to 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 do, and it sounds like one of many yeah. adventures. I think that's one of the one of my favorite things about this job too is not only do you get to um, meet really interesting people, but you get to see what they what they get to do, and it's it's fun to see when people just have completely outside of the box kind kind of jobs. Yes, and and, and you get to see it all, yeah. right? You get to see unique things. I remember, like when you were sharing your your different projects and your videos, especially the one I love the one that it was about the Christmas tree yeah. in New York City. I guess was last yeah. year, right? Yeah. Who would have known? Yeah, <laughs> there was that was a fun project. It was just something I did for fun, and yes, and it looked magical. Thank I loved you. it. Yes, I, 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 that's more work that I'd like to do. That kind of storytelling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because these two, uh, if I remember correctly, the story is these two brothers or friends who have been doing this Christmas tree for years and yeah, years. Yeah, it's two two gentlemen from uh, Missouri and Vermont, and they've been selling Christmas trees at this location in Harlem for the last like seven and ten years. 
and year after wow. year they come back to the same location and people know them and they're welcome back into the neighborhood um and uh people it's it's exciting because you you know them and you know like yeah i i bought my tree from mike or i bought my tree from adam and they just know and i don't know it was a fun story to try to tell because um all we know is that these are our christmas tree guys and they stay at their little christmas tree hut like 24/7 selling trees and i am just astounded that they are there 24/7 Oh my gosh, I can't imagine. <laughs> and they start um they start like right after or right before Thanksgiving and they leave literally like Christmas day at like 1:00 a.m. Oh my gosh. Um they like pack up the entire tree- Christmas tree stand and they go to their families in Vermont and Missouri um on Christmas day, which blows Amazing. my mind. Like you don't think that people um would actually uh, buy a christmas tree that late but i guess people are still buying christmas trees on christmas eve at that time of night <laughs> i know that's crazy just like uh, the 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 whole like two people from two different mm-hmm. states doing this for years 24/7 for this chunk in that particular area of Harlem just pretty amazing story and and mm-hmm. you have a video so people can check it out i will put the link Uh, on on the on the post and in the descriptions so that people can check it out and see that yes. magical video that you have yes so i don't want to take a lot of your time but i know you also started like something on the side right like a business is that something that you would like to share with um, us um maybe, maybe perhaps another, another time, time. <laughs> perfect so now to the perfect perfect ending of the podcast today with a little okay. bit of a game. Uh, well, before we go to the game, uh, I would like to just maybe pick uh, again just like your from your experience, what would be something that you would like to to share with my audience as to a life lesson that you have that uh, you think that can live in this space as a podcast for years and years to come when somebody comes and listen to this podcast like Oh, she said that. That was pretty awesome. What would be one of the life lessons that you would like to to share with us I tonight? I think the life lesson that I've learned and is sort of like my daily reminder is you are where you're supposed to be. And mm. as basic as that sounds, it's it resonates with me because Um, especially for being someone who's a late bloomer, you know, there were so many times where I would be miserable and sad about my career and why it wasn't going anywhere. Um, there was a period of time where I was unemployed for for 10 months and it was awful mm-hmm. just trying to find work. And I remember like sitting in my apartment day after day like when am I going to get a job? When am I going to get a job? And miraculously one day I got a phone call about a photo editing job and they asked, "Can you start Monday?" And it was just one of those things where you're like, you know, um had I not gone through all of that, I wouldn't be where I am now. 
So, and it's kind of like the same thing for me right now too, because, you know, moving to New York, photographers are a dime a dozen. Trying to find a job out here as a mm-hmm. photographer, it's hard, you know, unless like you're someone like Annie Leibovitz or um, someone really famous, you're, you're not going to find work easily. And um, mm-hmm. that's been, that's been my struggle out here is not having an easy time finding work. And so I think after years of trying to make something happen and something is finally happening um, and it's all kind of sort of like happening in an avalanche, which I'm truly thankful for. It's, it's, it's a good life lesson and reminder to know like you are where you're supposed to be because things happen for a reason and we just mm-hmm. have to be patient and things will happen they may not happen the way you expect them or want them to happen but they'll happen if it's something that you want and you you're trying really hard to make happen you'll make it happen you just don't know when so be patient and remember you are where you're supposed to be I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm, that that is going to be the title oh. of the podcast for for this amazing conversation that you and I are having. You are where you are yes. supposed to be. Yes, I love it. I love, I love it. it too. <laughs> and yes, and I truly agree with you. I think sometimes, I guess, the nature of us is that we we want mm-hmm. things yesterday right and, and and sometimes like you said life is it's like ups and downs and and sometimes you go that way and then you have to realize that you have to come back this way uh, it's never a straight line and, and i guess that's the beauty of it and and obviously uh there there is always this idea that it has to be this way or that way but as you mentioned sometimes it will happen not precisely in the way that you want it but sometimes you just have to continue to pursue those dreams to 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 know that it will happen when it was supposed to be happening and and enjoy the mm-hmm. ride right sometimes we forget about that part even though in, when there is not much about like oh what are, what are we supposed to enjoy right now there is not much but there is always as you mentioned there is there is always some hidden silver linings and everything yeah. so I love it so now someone out there will be remembering this amazing life lesson that you share so thank you thank you thank you thank you so are I you am. ready for the game alright so I'm gonna start just asking you some generic questions but then some options and see what is your preference because I also want people to know the human aspect of every guest okay. that comes to this show I mean, I know that you're a, an accomplished uh, photographer, but also you're a human. You have uh, different preferences. Uh, and I always like to, to bring that human aspect into the final conversation with my guests. So to have some fun, some laughs. So I'm going to ask you, so it's, I know it's a generic question, but what is your favorite cuisine? If you get to pick any cuisine, and I know New York has every single cuisine in the world, what is one of your favorite foods? Mmm, so many. Oh gosh. I know. I outside. Okay, so I'm Filipino. Outside of Filipino mm-hmm. food, I would have to say, you know, 
I would have to say British food has to be up there. Wow, you are the first one, Sheila, that yeah. has said that. <laughs> I have no heard someone who says British. So tell me, what about what is there a particular dish in this British uh, category I, that you like? No, I am a huge fan of sausage rolls and like meat pies. Yeah, it, it's funny because um, my husband and I, we love going to, to England and we feel like British food has just gotten such a, a, a bad rap in the States, but I think it's so yes. delicious. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm not having actual British food, who knows, but this, um, the, the, the food that we've had out there is, it's delicious and I don't know why people don't, um, <laughs> don't don't praise it as much as they should. <laughs> but perhaps now, after hearing you, they're going to be like, oh, let's find Yelp, <laughs> British food, zero. Okay, British food, zero. Or oh, what? I guess I had to go to New York because New York yeah. has <laughs> I think, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, there's, well, there's one place that we like to go to out here and they, it's like a little deli and they sell sausage rolls and meat pies and it's hands down some of the the most like heartwarming like feed your soul like i just want to hunker down and roll up in, in a warm blanket and just um watch tv it's that kind of like comfort kind of food oh wow sounds yummy i never thought about it but now i have to find out if there is something similar here yeah, in washington you DC. should <laughs> Awesome. Next question. What is your favorite landscape in New York City? Landscape or oh, a place that you go. My favorite place is Central Park. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. Is there a particular place in There's Central Park that you like? There's this little area near the Bow Bridge. Um, the, and people will know the Bow Bridge because it's like that famous bridge that's always in movies whenever they see people in, yeah. in Central Park but there's like this little hill right next to the Bow Bridge that is perfect to picnic on during summer months and fall and you get this beautiful view of the Bow Bridge and then you have a beautiful view of the Upper West Side and you've got a pond and you've got people it's, it's beautiful Love it So now, you guys, if you go to New York, you know where to go. That's the one that you mm -hmm. see in all the movies. So I know that you love Europe, and I, I always get uh, you. I ask you for a few um, recommendations back in the day when uh, you got to go to Paris, and and I got you. And I actually went to a few uh, recommendations that you told me. But what is your favorite also place in Paris? Ooh. There's, well, aside from the Eiffel Tower, love going there. Mm -hmm. um, there's this little bakery in the Marais, and I don't know how to say it. I would, I would butcher its name, <laughs> but they make the most delicious pastry, and it's called, oh gosh, like, uh, Lescargot chocolat pistache. It's a like a little snail-like pastry with chocolate 
and pistachio and it Mm. is one of the most delicious things i've ever eaten and my husband and i have gone there i would say three times now just and we we, that's our first place to go is this little bakery in the marais it's right off the republique stop and it's delicious People, when there is another time to when we are able to travel and you're in Paris, mm-hmm. now you know mm-hmm. where to go. I don't know the name. <laughs> oh, now, exactly. <laughs> but now we get to uh, do a little bit of options. Do you prefer coffee, coffee. or tea? Mm, with milk or no milk? Um, I prefer coconut cream. Whoa! Are you a cappuccino or a latte uh, person? You know, I I don't I don't know actually. I rarely drink them. <laughs> okay. Uh, How do you drink um, your coffee? I then? put coconut cream. It's it's really rich and delicious, and uh, maple syrup. Jump, mm, jump. Would you, uh, do you have a favorite singer or song as of right now that you play over and over? My favorite group is the 1975. Ooh, you know what? I have heard so many people mm-hmm. loving that group and I had to check it out the other day. And yeah, it's pretty, pretty mm-hmm. cool. They've music. got this little 1980s so, kind of flavor that I absolutely love and growing up in the 80s that was that's perfect music for me <laughs> well now people check it out yep. 1975 and I will ask you the last question so what is your favorite flavor for cookies ice cream, cream. Mm-hmm. oh yeah cookies and cream it can, I mean you have to is there a, a favorite uh, ice cream place in in Harlem or sadly that no you um actually you know what let me backtrack mm. I would say cookies and cream and chocolate almond those are my two favorites sorry Ooh, I have Ooh. never had chocolate almond but sounds if like if you're ever also. in Illinois there is this ice cream place mm-hmm. called Oberweiss And they sell the most delicious, most creamy and rich ice cream out there. And their chocolate almond is to die for. Well, now you have it, people. We went from like the whole adventure of how a story started from the Aloha State through Germany through Illinois, through Chicago, through New York City. Uh, so it's been a pleasure, Shayla. Thank you for, for sharing a little bit of you, for taking the time of being generous. Uh, and I know that uh, sometimes the little things in life are the big things in life. And I appreciate just your your kindness and who you are since I first met you. Um, so. It's always a, a pleasure for me to have my friends on the show um, because I know that all of you have so so much of like a story that I want to be able to share it with people uh, on in the world oh. of podcast <laughs> and and now that you can say okay first podcast done 
and and now you can share it with your friends. Like, <laughs> oh, what? I what? 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 Yeah. What? what? <laughs> and did you say that you love New York City better than <laughs> Chicago? What? <laughs> she never say that. People, she never say that. Sealed. I never asked that question. <laughs> I don't want her. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor. It's been a thrill. I I love being your friend because your positivity and your energy it just makes me happy. So I love being around you, and I love how happy you make me. So thank you. No, thank you, and I honor you as well. And I want you to again uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart. And I and I'm glad that we took this little time into that time machine and perhaps something that you might not have thought about recently, but that that beautiful. I will leave everybody with this picture of that woman cutting those flowers and giving it to you. Um, what an amazing just thought and and picture. Uh, if somebody would have captured that in a video in a picture, so thank you for going through. Uh, this time machine which is your story so i appreciate it and with that everybody i want to thank you again this is the yellow show and shayla like they said i hope to see you soon either in yay. new york city or in dc <laughs> yay have a wonderful thank you, wonderful you night. too thank you for having me it's a pleasure to have you until bye. next time bye everybody